Welcome to episode number 116, I Am a Champion. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Goose. What's up? Gabe. Heck. You. And Manny. Yeah. You like that? I switched the order up you there. It up. I was about to say hi when you said Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> I am a champion. In this episode, the crew talks about what it takes to be a champ. We cover topics that range from winning, a champion's mentality, competition, sports, quitting, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Muhammad Ali and Simon Senek. If you're new, thank you for joining us. Guys, we drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. With that being said, we kick things off with a definition from dictionary.com. We define the word champion. And they define it as a person who has defeated all opponents in a competition or series of competitions so as to hold first place. Anything that takes first place in competition. All right, cool. Yeah, so that's the definition of champion. I think that's pretty straightforward, right, guys? Um, We also like to... Grab an article from somewhere, and I found one which I thought would be, you know, cool to discuss. It was titled 10 Ways to Be a Champion of Your Life uh, from MindBodyGreen.com. Check them out. Pretty cool website. Um, so, again, uh, 10 Ways to Be a Champion of Your Life. Number one, if you want something, go after it with a fearless courage. Um, everything you want is yours. It's all a choice. What choice will you make today to become closer to your authentic self? Mm. You know, I love, I used to like uh, um, not understand be yourself, be you, mm. be yeah. yourself. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I mean, even like as a grown person, sure. like I don't, I don't get what that means. How, how does how does one understand that, right? And yeah. I, I just couldn't grasp it. And then this terminology, I don't know if it's new, relatively new within the past several decades or not, or if it's just something I came across, but I heard someone say, be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, be you made sense to me. Yeah. Like, oh, that's what that meant. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Like, be real to yourself. Be you. Because um, I always took, when I took, I took be you as like, um, like, be be the person you are like right now being me i i don't even, i'm not even the best version of me how can i be me sure. like i don't know what that means like what are you trying to say mm-hmm. i i just obviously i misinterpreted or just didn't understand what they're saying but then i saw be authentic i'm like i think this is what they're talking about yeah. um so i love uh when people say being your authentic self i think it's cool um number 2 empower yourself by being true to yourself uh, if something or someone does not feel right, be strong enough to walk away and know that there is another open door across the way. Um, that's tough, right? I said this story about a year and a half ago, but it was about a, a pastor um, opening up a brand new church and he was looking to expand, um, but just didn't have the funds. So I guess he was presenting the idea to his uh, the, to the congregation. And after several talks, uh, you know, a wealthy man walked up to him and said, I have the backing. He, he attended this church. Uh, so, you know, so they went out to dinner. Uh, they had, you know, they spent a couple, you know, nights having discussions. And quickly, um, this pastor found that I am so close 
to my dream. Like literally, it's just signing on a dotted line. All the terms, everything was on point. Like it was exactly what I was looking for. The repayment plan, all this stuff. He said there was one problem. I did not, this guy did not share the same values as I did, mm-hmm. right? At the core, he it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel right. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of going back for, you know, number two, empower yourself by being true to yourself. Being able to walk away from somebody, he's like, I was this close picking up a pen for, to make all my dreams come true. But then I decided not to because I didn't want my dreams to quickly turn into nightmares. Mm. Um, and, you know, this guy just, his personal life was totally different than theirs. Let's just sure. say it that way. And it was just like not the same. Um, we talked about this before. Uh, they always say like the people you want to get into business with outside funding is one thing. There's, a, there's money all over the sure. place. It's, you know, a way of getting it. Outside of that, it's the people you share values with. So, for example, if you know if you're you know if you if you're married, you have a wife, and your partner is coming in and is a male, would you trust that guy in your house by himself mm-hmm. with your wife mm-hmm. when you're not around, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if you have that level of trust, like yeah, I trust. Well, obviously, I trust my wife number one, but sure. still, it's like you don't know. You know, people right. are you know they have their own agendas or whatever. Um, so if if that if you that's like a really quick judgment call hmm. that you can make and save yourself thousands and thousands or depending on what level of investment or partnership that you're getting into um of dollars and not even dollars beyond that it's headaches scars mm-hmm. remorse like all I think the feelings are amazing like I said almost even worse than the money because yeah. the money could get may make back and you know, fill that void that is just like a little bit of time or a lot of time that you can't get back. Yeah. Ruined relationships that you can't get back, depending on how bad they you know turned out. Absolutely, resentment. Sure. What, okay, what if your significant other is not feeling it at all? Yeah. But it's your dream, and they're saying no, no, no. I don't like this guy. I don't like this situation. I don't. And you do it, and you sign on a dotted line. Yeah. Right. Dude, you live you, your dreams, but it's a, a very corrupt thing you're coming you'll, home to. And the crazy thing is you'll know. It'll feel. You'll be, part of you will be happy, you know, in a sense of satisfaction that you did it. But deep down, something is going to be. Something ain't right. Something ain't mm-hmm. right. And you'll know. Your gut will tell you. Your gut will tell you for sure. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of fog there. It is. There's a oh, lot of fog, especially sure. when you're just ambitious and you just want it so bad. You just think, now nah, you, you don't understand. You don't know. You don't know. Like uh, this, I've been waiting for this my sure. whole life. You know what I mean? Like this is the opportunity. If I don't capitalize on this, it's never going to happen again. Which is not true, obviously. But do we li- do we miss opportunities? Sure. Right. So then, then that starts playing with you. Yeah, well, what if it, this is the one? And now I'm, you know, messing with, you know, my own mind here. Sure. Uh, so it is tricky. But I, but I think you're right. I think you feel that little pit in your stomach. Um, all right. Cool. So moving on. Number three. Feed your soul with people who are like minded and are on the same delicious path you're on. Wow. <laughs> wow. Delicious. People who stimulate you in one way or another stir your core in a powerful way. Yeah, you want to hang around people who who motivate you, who make you feel good. You don't want to feel like you've been beaten up after hanging out with somebody. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, I can't do this or I can't do that. When you leave a conversation, you want to feel good about it. Empowered almost. Is there anything on my journey? um, It's funny because last week we were talking about comfort zone. 
And sometimes, like on your journey, to, I'm saying I can only speak for myself, but you you all have your own journeys or whatever. But the first time, like you kind of say you want to do something, you step out, and like maybe not everyone knows. Goose, you have a great story. Of, you know, when you first told mommy you wanted to be a barber or whatever, yeah. um, and then you get like this, like I don't even know what you call that kind of this against the grain feeling. All of a sudden, you're like, oh no, why did I just say it? But deep down, you're like, I know this is the right thing. Yeah, but do. it's it's like what you said earlier: be yourself, and right. if that's who yourself is inside. Right. Be yourself. You can't let anyone stop you, whether it is your parent or not. Sometimes they're they just don't know. Yeah, and being you, they don't. And you know that you know the energy. What being you is towards that, whatever. Absolutely, it can be. absolutely. The thing is, it, it's it's not a negative thing. Sometimes we t- we we take offense to what in the in the midst of it happening. Sure. But if we if you look back on it, it's more of like a caring thing. They don't want to see you getting hurt. They're like, I, I right. know you think this is right, but it's it might not be right. And yeah. I think it's more it's coming from a caring way. Right. It mm-hmm. might not be the best approach, um, but I do think it comes from a good place. I'm trying to be protective mm-hmm. of. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's like I don't want you to live out your dreams. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I don't yeah. think it's that. They're I protecting just think, you against the negative, the, yeah. or the failure. Right. Yeah, right. It's more trying to push you on a secure path than taking a chance. Because I, honestly, I could see myself saying something like that to my own son. Yeah. Like oh you, you I'm telling you you think you know that's what blah 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 mm-hmm. I could see myself saying that sure. mm-hmm. but in a coming from a good place not saying I don't want my son to live out his dreams you yeah. know what I mean sure. um so it's the parent that man the parent thing's tough um but yeah yeah that st- still goes back to being your authentic self mm-hmm. um all right cool so number four move your body whether it's yoga Pilates running or a dance class moving your body makes us acutely aware of how alive we are in every fiber of our being movement allows a connection with our primitive selves mm. That's interesting. primitive um yeah I, I I like that but I also I also like as much as you stimulate the physical you need to be stimulating the mental sure. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. even if it's just music um have you ever if you guys ever seen like people who are um who literally i i don't know what what's wrong with them but they're at, at some level of a vegetative state mm-hmm. and they put headphones on them and put just music like jazz or something like that and then they they're like moving like there's a movement in them like their head moves or whatever they're you know they're getting tracked by some you yeah, know monitor way. yeah by yes, something. yes, and it's something that no one's ever seen some, before. Some kind of cognitive reaction. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a there's a, a video on on social media. There's like an older guy, he's like ninety something years old. Yeah, he just sits there all day, doesn't talk to anyone. The second he listens to jazz music, they say from his era. Yeah, was like jazz from music his, from his yeah. era. That he he starts like moving. He looks like he's actually playing like the instruments. Like right, he's yeah. like doing things. Oh, and wow. Then as soon as they shut it off, he's he's. Just puts his hand on his lap and just and he's out, he's zoned out. Like yeah. no one can talk to him. He doesn't doesn't open up to nothing. No conversation. Nothing. But yeah, yeah. No, I do agree. Um, exercising or some level of movement regularly is obviously you know a recipe for um, success and a way to be a champion in your life. Uh, number five: wear colors that guide your soul that day in the right direction. All right, now we're getting deep. Um, if if passion is your focus, drape yourself in red. If wealth and recognition are what you do after, purple commands opulence. I felt like I had to say it like that. Um, all right, hey, I mean, some, some Yeah, people, that's a reach yeah. for me a little bit, but yeah, yeah I, I, I like it. I, like I feel it. like uh, 
Yeah, I feel like that's something that you have to be in tune with. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if that's what you're in tune, with, like that's like your thing. Uh, yeah, go for that. You know what I mean? Embody it. Yeah, um, embody it. You could see it. I mean, outside of that, I feel like you could see that through people's like fa- like style. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Outside of colors, but I feel like some days, even like right now, is a hat day. Like I'm rocking a hat. I am not doing my hair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I go with that. Yeah. Um, if we can ch- kind of change it off the color talk, but like if right. kind of what you wear, what sure. you feel, there's days I want to get up and dress to the nines. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys feel like that? Like, I don't yeah, know. Some I days do. I want to get dressed the heck up. And then yeah. some days I'm like, oh, I don't know about all that, but yeah. Um, like when yeah. you were um, working from home and you put a host on? When I, one time, not one time, multiple times, um, a heck attested this. He'll walk in and he, <laughs> I have an <laughs> ent- entire suit on. Um, sitting at home. Yes, yeah, sitting at home. I work from home. Because sometimes... That day, man, I was just gonna. If I didn't do that, I was just gonna mail it in. Yeah. And I have, you know, a lot of pride in my work. I'm like, no, what do I gotta do? I gotta do something to change the way I'm thinking. Uh, and I put on a suit and I felt, you know, I felt good about myself. I'm like, eh, this feels good, you know? I'm gonna, he he I'm walked gonna, into the kitchen like it was a cafeteria. He made, he ordered a sandwich to the window and I was yeah. making him ham and cheese. Yeah. Yes. So, man, professional that day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's even like to that too, like where people like say, like, you know, if you're sick or whatever, but you dress or whatever feel something to make yourself feel better feel better yeah to kind of dress to, to the mood you want to be in absolutely um yeah i mean it's the it's the saying it's the saying i putting into james head mm. you look good you feel good you feel good you do good you do mm-hmm. good they pay good mm-hmm. um i know how basic that is but i mean yeah. it's a good you know start <laughs> Um, all right, number six. If you look good, you feel good. Oh, there you go. Gabe didn't read ahead. Um, <laughs> the days that you know you're flawless, well, that ripples into confidence levels in areas of your life, and there's no reason for you not to have a healthy level of confidence. It's true. Boom, 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 boom. That's pretty I mean, that's you can straightforward. See it, yeah, you can see that on people, too. Like, when they're... The way they're, like, walking, the way they're carrying themselves, you yeah. know that they feel good on what they're wearing. Sure. I see it all the time, like at work. Like I, I know these guys. They'll walk around with like their suits and their ties, and that little jive walk they got going. It's like, yo, they look a little pep. In the yeah, step. they got a little pep. It's like they got a little swag. Wait till I sit down. They're gonna check out my socks. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, funny. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think that that is pretty straightforward. Um, number seven. Uh, m- mind you, this this website's called Mind body green okay so number seven eat greens the more alkaline you are the healthier you are which i do believe in um and i need to practice more um actually i had a green shake right before we walked in here the healthier you are the more empowered you are the more empowered you are well you're unstoppable which is my motto uh for this year believe it or not blessed and unstoppable there's this guy on youtube some motivational speaker um so the guy's name is Billy Osbrooks. Um, and the reason why I, I really enjoy his things is he has some of the same core values as me. Okay. Um, so in the middle of his talks, he's like, he'll quote, you know, like a Bible verse or something. Um, but that's where he's based out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, 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 it's pretty dope. But um, uh, yeah, so you're unstoppable. Honestly, like, the, obviously, we would need, like, you know, someone who can, you know, like a nutritionist who could really break this stuff down. But we all know what you put in. The most basic thing is what they tell you. It sure. still basically stands true, yeah. what you put in um, into your body. You know, that's what you're going to basically get out. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're putting good stuff in, the results are going to be good. Um, again, but yeah, this you guys check him out. Billy Owls Brooks. 
Um, you got to listen to him. I'm serious. He's, he, he's, he's pretty dang good. Um, but his whole thing is called uh, Blessed and Unstoppable. Hmm. All right, cool. So uh, number eight, think positive thoughts about yourself, the people you encounter within your day and your family and loved ones. Uh, the more positive thoughts you think, the more positive you bring into your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So true. That is so true. That is so true. And, excuse me, even in speaking, speaking something into someone can make you feel better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like, I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. And you just walk away. And just, even though you're having like a crap day or something like that, just saying that or just sending, you know, your wife or your girl, whatever, you know, an I love you text or something like mm-hmm. that. And just leave it at that. Not expecting anything. Like, just do it. I do it sporadically. Just come back and maybe there's a little present waiting for me on my phone saying I love you back. If not, I say it out of just being genuine. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about you. So if I'm thinking about you, I want you to know that I am. Sure. Um, kind of thing. But yeah, obviously, this is it's, it's one of those things as with the number seven. You know, what you put in is what you get out. If you're thinking positive um, thoughts, regardless of what you encounter, you can still kind of twist for the most part you know your environment um to to at least lean on the 51 percent positive mm-hmm. that's the goal obviously you're gonna have life's gonna happen right a loved one's gonna pass away you're gonna get in a you know people getting you know fender benders and all stuff that's like oh my gosh how can i make this positive mm-hmm. yeah. um but then they always think you know like you ever hear like there's crazy songs that just make you sad but it's like the person there's like these when someone passes away, sometimes they're playing music like in a like in the um, the funeral parlor or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. It's like I want you to celebrate my life, sure. not you know be sad over, just cherish the good memories that I like things like that. So I know it's like it's a really bad, you know, situation, but you can think about the good stuff, the sure. stuff that made you laugh or whatever, the good times. Um, but anyway, all right. So number nine, be altruistic. Karma yogis help others just for the sake of helping others. If we all live this way, think about how far-reaching those effects would be in life on Earth. Yeah, I mean, I think the overall, the overall, that's one of the overall keys to success, right? It's like, what service or product can you make that's serving others mm-hmm. uh, for the better? Mm-hmm. You can't sell anything without other people, right? Sure. right. So what are you going to do? Make something that you could sell to yourself and you're the only one that yeah. buys it? No, yeah. so you're yeah. doing something other people can use. That's a service or a product, whatever it is. So in some general sense, um, obviously they're thinking, you know, like acts of kindness and sure. things like that. But I think reality says, you know, I got to make money to feed my family too. You know what I mean? I can't just be walking around, you know, not doing things outside of just being nice. You can do that through your work um, by being your authentic self. But being altruistic as well is, um, it fills your bucket up. You know, do something nice for somebody and you just feel good about it. Give somebody a buck when they need it and they say, oh, thank you so much. And, you know, it's a dollar, but you feel so much better. I feel like you actually helped somebody. So that always fills the emotional bucket up too. So someone posed this question. I, I think it was like I was like in a philosophy class, and they still said that's still selfish, right? Because people were like, "Oh, I'm doing. It. You're still doing it for yourself at the end of the day." Yeah. I don't believe that 100, percent but I can see where they were trying to make that a point. I, I feel like it's selfish if you if you do that and then expect for a return later on in a different way, or like yeah. just because I did this. Because this person's down, I'm going to help them out. When I'm down, I'm, I expect someone to help me out. So, yeah. That's a selfish way, I guess, if you have that mentality. Yeah, yeah, but if you don't think about yourself and you don't keep yourself up, what good are you to anybody else? You know, if you're down, yeah, I'm just going to bring everybody that's, down. That's true, but if that's your driver, 
If that's your driver, if your driver's your only, the only reason why you're helping other people is because that just, that's, that's it. Yeah. You have to, you have to start somewhere though. Yeah. So that could be like the thought process in general terms. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm a freaking spokesman for, you had to start with yourself. Right. You have to help yourself first before mm-hmm. you're out there throwing out those, handing out those dollars. Um, but people argue against that. I mean, even one of the one of the books that changed everything, uh, my mindset, not everything, but changed like a uh, huge paradigm shift was uh, The Power by Rhonda Burns. And, you know, but her first book, I think it was in The Secret and not The Power, where she was talking about giving money away. And she her business was closing literally because of she couldn't even pay her employees. She withdrew money from her bank and started walking down the street of the city and Santa. handing money out to people as they're walking by. She said, I'll just look into their, look into their eyes and look like they needed something or whatever. And I'll give them, she didn't say like what, how big her bills were, but she's like, I withdrew a lot of money. Hmm. Wow. So I don't, I don't know. And maybe it was just that, that was just like an exercise that she went to, to, I guess, recalibrate her thinking or where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and which led her there probably greed so maybe she had to recalibrate yeah. her thinking on money, sure. or re, you know, all that stuff. Tip the scales the other way. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, that's what I got out of it, but, um, I mean, you, you don't know. But, yeah, take care of yourself there. Um, and the last one, number 10, feel deeply grounded in love for yourself and for others unconditionally. Allow yourself to flow in the feelings of love throughout your day. Hmm. <laughs> Knowing... That this choice will always lead to higher levels of happiness and personal contentment. I agree. Goosh, did you just send us a, a, a video uh, via Instagram um, about you got to love yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I forget who was the... Gary. Gary V? Yeah. Gary was V. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was Gary V. But who was the rapper? It was a Spanish Nicky Jam. Nikki Jam. Nikki Jam. Nikki so it was Nikki Jam and uh, Gary V um, having a conversation... And Nicky Jam just says, love yourself. Do you love yourself? All those who know Gary Vee, it's the way he says things, um, how he says things. And he comes from, um, you know, uh, a respectable, highly respectable background mm-hmm. and successful uh, investor and entrepreneur. Anyway, so he, he uses um, the platform that he has now to help motivate and inspire people. And one of the, you know, he was on a radio show. I forget which one it was. But Nikki Jam uh, was on there and he asked, love yourself. How do you love yourself? Or do you love yourself? And, uh, you know, Gary Vee, like the super confident self that he is, he's like, I love myself. You know, and he's like very passionate. He's, he's dropping F-bombs and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and he's going in and he's explaining why and the importance of loving yourself. And then, and he asked Nikki Jam, you know, like, I guess it was like in return to you. Why? Do you love yourself or whatever? He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. I love myself. Hmm. He but, said, he- I, but then he goes, I wasn't always there though. He's like, you know, my mom's doing drugs, turned into, a, you know, turned into a prostitute. My dad is doing drugs, uh, you know, got lost like getting high and all this other stuff every single day and he would then put that on himself like this is where i'm coming from this is who i'm going to turn into i how, how could i love myself if i come from a background like that i can't love myself um and then eventually you know he you know sure. he goes on to explain that you know now he does he accepted who he was but now moving forward this is who i am mm-hmm. and he loves himself for making that transition um a lot of the times it's hard for us to accept our past and that just 
you know, drills in people's minds. Mm -hmm. And I feel like everyone has that to an extent. There's something there that bothers you that you want to correct. And even if you corrected it, it's it still flares up. Yeah. Every once in a while. But it's all like a learning learning experience in life. That's just if that never happened, you wouldn't learn sure. how to correct. Oh, absolutely. To, that's part of yeah. That's There's things that a lot of things you want to correct. You're like, I wish I would never done that. But now your your mind's open up to other things to like <laughs> never do that again. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean that's 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 what makes you who you are. Uh, going through those obstacles, yeah, going yeah. through those quote bad decisions or whatever it is, um, yeah. But yeah, love yourself. Um, they ended by saying life is always going to create chaos, change, and upheaval. But in those moments, which our greatest teachers, we know that we can make a choice to be grounded, centered, and truly the champion of our own lives that can conquer everything with ease and true clarity. Uh, well, okay, so uh, this was, this this still goes back to like my thing, like w- w- with this whole uh, you know I am a champion hmm. mentality is. Well, first of all, what does a champion mean to you? All? Like kind of like winning against all the odds. Yeah, like just That's it. an over uh, an overcomer. Yeah. to me, right. With no with deadlines or no deadlines. Ooh. Well, there always has to be deadlines, right? Not on everything, but on most. Things. I think there's most. I think most things have uh, deadlines. I feel like some things people don't put deadlines on that they should. But I guess the question is coming from a space where it's like, okay, you set the deadline, you didn't meet it. What does a champion do? Right. So you didn't win at that, but a champion still rises, gets back up, mm-hmm. and fights again. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. To me, that's still a champion, even though they didn't win. Sure. Um. So for me, that's like the it's it's more of a mentality than. The gold medals of of the world. Uh, do champions have to have a strong belief in themselves? Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Without without that, you don't win. It's, it's not possible. You can't think you're a loser and be a champion. Yeah, you, need, <laughs> you need that confidence level. Like you have to feel it. Some people are humble, right? But very confident internally. Sure. And then others others kind of overcompensate and, and are outwardly confident. Yeah, outwardly yeah. confident. Meanwhile, they're they're you know they're dying inside. So I mean, there's you, you know, it's, it's both. It could be bravado, or it could be you know, you may. Okay, so mouth. say you have that. There's two separate ways of approach, I guess. Mm-hmm. How do you think champions view competition? They won before they started. Right. Yeah. There's. They won before they started. They they don't walk in anything thinking they're gonna lose. How, how are they gonna win? What's it gonna feel like after I win? They never they never do anything thinking in a loser's mentality. So how do you think they get there? Do you think that was like instilled in them or do you think it was something that was developed or both? Both. Yeah, There's experiences in life that I'm sure mold that. But it also comes from your parents too. Like Mayweather. He was growing up. His dad was his coach. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. His record says he's the best. So his confident level is like, yo, I'm the best. No no one's going to beat me. So it's just, it's experience plus like you're backing your team behind you or whoever's yeah gassing you up <laughs> right it doesn't doesn't hurt when you don't lose though yeah true you know what i mean what, what, sure. you know when adversity finally comes and hits it's like oh, how do you react you know that's also a mark of a champion getting knocked down and, so, and getting up so but in that okay so for example what does one do have if you do train hard mm-hmm. and you do win you know five in a row let's just say but on your sixth mm-hmm. one you lo- you actually get knocked out Right. 
So how does one maintain that, quote, champion mentality or that confidence? You want a rematch. Mm. Yeah. Do it all over again. Do it all over again and be like, right. yo, I'm going to be you this time. Yeah. I train, think people Train will, harder on it, too. Uh, yeah, I feel like people will lose that, that championship or that champion mindset when they lose multiple times. Yeah. Like, back-to-back. You're like, damn, you start crumbling. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like, all right. But you can lose once and still get back up and just tear it up again I, and keep it going. I painfully saw this uh, multiple times in MMA. Um, it actually happened to Ronda Rousey. Yeah. She got beat once. Like, uh, she got shockingly beat. Yeah. Like, badly yeah. beat, right? For the first time. Yeah. Uh, by Holly Holmes. And it was a... Bru- was it a punch or a kick? Punch. I think it was a punch. Yeah. Um, anyway, she got laid out right anyway it was like a, this devastating she went through this very dark time mm-hmm. right, right. Mm-hmm. she's the you know and then they came up with this whole you know thing where she's you know back on the rise it's just a single and it really was i mean she's had an impeccable career so that yeah. it wasn't just it was just a shocker you know um and then it happened and then she comes back and she loses again mm-hmm. there's a good boy yeah the cloak of invincibility is then and gone. then the whole thing went you know spiraling again mm-hmm. And then that's it. She retires. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think maybe one other thing might happen, but basically she retires and she goes to like the WWF or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, WWE. And uh, she's the Rowdy Ronda Rousey or something like that yes. after like Rowdy Rowdy Piper, um, which is a cool play on a character, a fictional character. Yeah. Um, but she thanks the UFC for giving that platform to for her to then be, do this. Um, which is a bigger platform. Which, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. And I've seen it though on, on you know, th- this is what kills me. When you watch, it, it's so easy to relate to a- a- MMA. Mm. And, and yo, this is another thing that kills me. Uh, all right, so I'll, let me get to this first part and kind of, you know, join them together. So the first thing is when someone loses like that, but they have the guts to like, give me a rematch, give me a rematch. They get the rematch and they lose that rematch. Again, yeah. And then they're talking about like their next fight, their next fight, and then they lose that next fight. That's when, it, like, it's kind of what you're saying, dude. Yeah. I'm not saying you're not getting up, but that ha- that is tough, dude. Yeah. That is really tough. Um, and I was saying this because we're watching the uh, the Conor McGregor versus Khabib fight on you know this past weekend or whatever. And I was saying this. I'm like, you know what's crazy about this sport? It's like you can go to work, like us, uh, you know, us who go who have our jobs outside of that. That's basically not displayed live on television. Is what I'm talking about, which is probably 99% of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and people witness your failure, mm-hmm. your falls. You literally get knocked out, beat up in front of your kids, in front of your wife, in yeah. front of your family. Everyone's rooting you on. Everyone's buying paper. Everyone's buying your shirts, your t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And you got this, dude. Like, yeah. And yeah, laid the heck out. Like, I mean, that got you want to talk about a level of mental toughness. You have yeah. to have to eat that and just keep it moving. Yeah, as opposed to you, if you, if you have a bad day at work, only your coworkers and your wife probably know, and that's it. Right. It doesn't that's go it. beyond that. No that's one it. else sees it. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's- that so that that's that's crazy tough. Um, but yeah, just think. I just like thought about that. I'm like, woo wee. That gotta be tough. And you can come mm-hmm. home and just lie. Like, yeah. I had a great day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't, you ain't trying to mess up your home life now, too. I mean, dang, it was already a bad day at work. You know, come home and mess that up, too. <laughs> um, so what do you think keeps a champion going? On both spectrums, right? When they're consistently winning, they're unbeatable, you know, or even if they took a loss here and there, but for the majority of mm-hmm. their record is a, you know, a win. 
versus someone who just keeps losing but still keeps fighting hmm. has that has that you know that relentless uh mentality of not giving up <clears throat> the challenge whatever the challenge is when you're mm-hmm. winning is keeping that undefeated streak when when you lose is coming back and and overcoming that defeat yeah. it's always the challenge whatever the challenge is cuz a lot of times it's made up in your head um but you know and when you're when you're Michael Jordan and you win three in a row like why do you keep coming back you know yeah mm-hmm. Uh, right, you know those guys who were on top. Is you just you had to just change whatever the challenge was, whatever it might be. I'm going to score 35 this year rather than 30. You know whatever it is. Yeah, uh, there's like an old story of uh, the owner of uh, Paul Mitchell. He he's talking. He's actually in one of these book uh, Rhonda Burns book titled um, Hero, and whatever. So he's in there and he's talking about uh, you know we, we just wanted to make literally $250,000 for our business. I get $100,000, you get $100,000 and $50,000 for the business to pay back the stuff. He's like that that was our that was our goal. Like mm-hmm. he's like, "Man, we hit that goal came and went so fast. Like when, when we hit that, it just kept getting bigger. All right, let's make huh. quarter of a million or yeah, quarter of a million, half a million. Let's make a million bucks each a year." And he's like, "You get there, He's like, it's no real true destination. It's part. It's that's. It's the journey that makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, if uh, for me, a champion is like, dude, I don't. Whether this works out or not, I'm not. I'm not quitting in a sense that I might have to write off that business. I'm like, all right, that business ain't, that right. truly is not going anywhere. But I'm not quitting in a sense in me being an entrepreneur. Sure. Um, there's also being stupid, right? Um, but you have to be able to navigate through that. And if you can, I just think that that's the mentality is you not giving up in that sense. You have to understand. I'm not telling, we're not saying someone, yo, if a business is failing, you can't give up. You keep going, dude, you're, there's millions going out the window. Like you have to be smart and yeah. you have to come to a realization at some point. Um, seek guidance, mentorship, something. Um, but in a sense, we're saying not giving up is, okay, then try do something else. Something's going to work eventually. Yeah. For yeah. someone who truly doesn't give up and truly goes all in. Mm-hmm. I believe anyway. Um to me that's exciting. Yeah, it's the sacrifices you take that you do to, to whether it's like you said get rid of that business and find another business that that all that you're probably better at. Right. Like it, but you probably definitely learn business steps in the first one right. to make it easier for your second one. Yes. Heck and those yeah. are like the, the sacrifices you gotta you gotta loss, but you're gonna win. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, from that's how I view it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, why not use my own crappy experiences yeah. to help you know navigate going through the next thing? Like, all right, miss me with that mess on the next round, because I ain't doing that again. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully you're learning. But a champ keeps getting up and going. Yeah. You know, it's that whole classic: get knocked down a hundred times, get up a hundred and one. I mean, why is um, why is Rocky so popular? Right. You know what exactly. I mean? He yeah. doesn't have the most talent, but everybody loves him because he gets up and he never quits, and he's always going to be revered as a champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless, well, also part of that story is that he came from nothing, True. And, and seeing that underdog, right? And uh, but that's that's the thing with like like imagine every champion has that. Every champion does have that Rocky story regardless, sure. mm-hmm. right? And imagine viewing that film for every person. How much appreciation would you have for every person that you now encounter, mm-hmm. right? It, that was a, one of those classic things that I learned back in the day. They were saying, you know, 
you wouldn't say nothing if you were in their shoes, mm -hmm. right? So if you see like a homeless guy in a corner, you see a couple arguing in public, that's embarrassing, that's this, that's that. You wouldn't say anything if you're in their shoes, right? So if I'm in my, if I'm so in tune with who I am, what I'm doing, I, or, or what who that person is and what they're doing, I can appreciate them more mm -hmm. instead of on the reverse and criticizing. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I do, I, I just, I just think it's, a cool mentality to think like everyone has their story everyone has the reason why they are whether it's good or bad mm. um but the whole it, it, i think people lose themselves when they feel bad for themselves mm -hmm. i feel like that you, when you get to that point or when you're at that point you're 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 rocking you're teeter-tottering hopefully you can make it to the other you know other side there was some, I don't even know, he's from England or something, some billionaire investor mm -hmm. or whatever. He's like, the number one rule. He's like, there's three rules to success. So the number one rule is never feel bad for you. Never pity yourself. Mm -hmm. Ever pity yourself. Don't ever feel bad for yourself. Um, he's like, I forget. his. Yeah, he's, he was like, he was saying, even if your son or your child has cancer, don't feel sorry for yourself. Because that that person's going through something. That's them. They're gonna be here on this earth. They're gonna leave, and then you're gonna be down on yourself. Don't feel. Yeah. And actually, he his son actually passed away from cancer. Yeah. 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 He, so he's like coming from. And his dude's like a, a crazy good spot yeah, when he was saying this stuff. He goes, "I didn't come. I didn't succeed for feeling sorry for myself." Right. Just be hard on yourself, but don't feel sorry for yourself. Hmm. All right. Cool. So uh, let's change gears just a tad bit. Um. To the dads, how do you help your kids become champions in life? Don't let them pity themselves. <laughs> Ser no, no, no. I mean, seriously, you guys will. Yeah. James is probably the lone person that doesn't really feel sorry for himself, probably because you drilled it in his head. I've never seen him feel bad for himself. He gets like pissed and just tries harder. But for most kids, like they can't do something. I mean, they are down on themselves, and that's where you know my 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 son is at more specifically. My daughter's kind of hee hee. But my son is just like feeling bad. I can't get it. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. It's just a lot of I can'ts. And I just, I don't know how to get it out of this vocabulary other than just drill it. Like, don't say you can't. You didn't even try. Yeah. Just try. Keep beating at it. Keep beating at it. And you'll get it. But that's, you know, pitying yourself is the worst thing. Yeah. That's, I mean, with, with, with Ava, I just keep pushing her to like, obviously make decisions on right now, what sports you want to play. She was playing soccer halfway not halfway through almost close to the end of the season she's like i don't want to play this no more you have to finish off the season yeah like you got to finish it push yeah. it to yeah. like to even even if you don't feel like it whatever you got to finish it off to be a champ you got to finish everything <laughs> you started so uh with laney she kind of for the fall she she usually plays fall ball but this time around she says she wants to focus more on dance so she let fall like she let softball go for the fall let it fall yeah she let it fall so, I mean, so I guess she sees it as like she wants to, I guess that's what she wants to be, become stronger in his dancing. So, in order to get there. So, it's not technically dancing season, right? Or it is dancing season. It is. Well, it's all year long. Dance is all year long. Okay. So, she went from part-time to part time. Right. She went from part-time because she would play softball. So, she can only take like one or two classes. Whereas here, she's actually liking it. So, she's got three dance classes and going on from there. Because gotcha. she wants more roles and more parts in well, yeah. the end of recitals when it comes out. On the outside looking in, like I see her, I feel like she's stronger and is a lot more talented in dancing, dancing than yeah. softball. Yeah. So if she's finding that niche now, yeah, just go all in. Right. She even picked up acting. She's going to be in the school play. Oh, yeah. So she's <laughs> finding true. her little, yeah. Yeah. 
She picked up. She's in the choir. Uh, she's doing all these extracurricular activities that I never once did. And I'm like, yeah, yeah this kid, she's going to be that kid that have to be at school all day long. <laughs> be yourself. Be your inner yeah, self. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's what I said. I said, good for her. Good for you. You know, you do what you want to do. And if this is it, then go for it. I mean, is there any one person who never not wanted to be a well, like a really good singer? I don't even care if you oh, did yeah. anything with it. Don't we all sure. just always want to yeah. sing well? No, the best, the best, the the best well. is when we think we know how to sing good mm. and we keep oh, well. it going. Mm. Yeah. I, I'd rather be that. Mm. I mean, at least you could think it. I mean, as you, and myself <laughs> can tell me, yeah, man, I'm a heck of a singer. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds real good. I, I got a question for you guys. How many of you guys fail on purpose English? in front of your kids? I did. No, like how many kids like to 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 set an example? Like not fail on purpose, but like show That's show okay your kids something through an experience. Yeah, like actually showing them like okay, it's okay to fail, but you know this is how I overcome. This is how I like. Do you guys ever go out of your way to do it? Has it ever happened naturally? I'm trying to like think like I'm trying to think is the know. easiest way to teach them is through an experience of your own. You know what I mean? That's right. the only that's the only way it'll be like real and tangible to them, in my opinion, anyway. And I don't know if I would. I mean, would you do it? Because everybody wants to be perfect. Like, oh, dad's strong or well, mom yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. make mistakes. They, that's what they but, think regardless. I mean, right. I, I, the only thing I can say that I, I did, and I don't even know if this is what you mean, but you guys are probably going to be like, oh, yeah, I did that too. Where it's like if you race your kid in a foot race and you like you let them win. Yeah, yeah. There's like some level of whatever to that. So then I took, we were at the um, like the boardwalk or whatever this year. And our thing, for whatever reason, since he was like a baby baby, we've always done the uh, the water squirting thing where you're sh- shooting mm-hmm. like the water into like the clouds mouth the or something. To blow and up or whatever. The blows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves that. It doesn't matter. We can do no games, no nothing. It's all played out, but we have to play, you know, a water game, at least one. So fair enough. So like this year, he's like, he could actually like, he's aiming and doing his own thing. And I was like, psh, psh, getting it, getting it, getting it. And I'm like, killing him and all of a sudden i'm like shooting at the clown's eye or whatever and then come back down <laughs> and he went ballistic told everybody i can't believe i beat my dad i always thought he would always beat me but like <laughs> he was walking around with his little chest poked out like I, again i don't even know if that's good <laughs> yeah, or bad how you regret but, it <laughs> yeah. no, I, don't, I don't regret no, i actually i don't i, I don't regret it i'm just because it's still so fresh i mean this was yeah, only like yeah, a yeah. month month ago or so that's but funny he, it he lit up like he genuinely believed he beat me mm-hmm. right um i'm telling you guys that i squirted out by accident but what if you really did beat me no i'm only kidding sure but i mean that's the only thing where not that i lost on purpose right and i don't know if that was to prove him something i think it was more of like just let a him fun in. thing yeah, yeah it was just like ah he's having and he was being fine like we we're having fun already it wasn't like oh he was crying and he was cranky or dragging him along and like whatever oh let's just make this up let him feel good about himself when yeah. we we're having a blast like he just got off these like little go-karts he was having a good old time already um i don't know it just added to it i don't know i just thought it'd be fun yeah. and he really got a kick out of it like i mean driving home i told everybody encountered i mean so I don't know if that's good or bad, but it was like confident. Apparent, it was like a spur of the moment thing. I didn't plan like, oh, when we go to the, you know, thing tonight, we're gonna. Because what happens is we're really competitive. Like me, my wife, like my brother-in-law, we'll all like seriously play. If James so happens to be on there, you're on there. If not, you get ran over, kid. You know what I mean? No, or he's like normally sitting with one of us and we're helping control like the thing or whatever. But now, like I said, this time 
he's strong enough. So I'm like, no, let him play by himself. He's good. I don't know. I don't know where that. But that I don't know if that answers your question. But that was one thing I can think of. Mm. I think you're thinking more of a deeper. Uh, thing. No, not even deeper. Like so. But to me, that gave him like winning confidence. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it gave him confidence. For me, it was something simple. It was playing softball. We lost a game. And he was like, Dad, how do you feel? And I was like, you know, what do you mean, how do I feel? <laughs> I was like, I, I played as hard as I can. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just played I played as hard as I can. We ended up losing. You know, I don't want to lose, but, it, I mean, it's okay. You know, I gave, I gave my all. So, I, you know, I flipped it into one of those, like, kind of teaching moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was looking at me like, well, how do you how do you feel? And I felt back into the corner, like, man, I better answer this right. Or this is, this yeah, is like yeah, one yeah. of these lifelong right answers. Yeah, exactly. Right yes. So I had to step back and think about it. But that, you know, that's him, like, I feel like almost testing me. Or like, well, how are you dealing with it? Yeah. And for me, like, I could I could care less, dude. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I really don't yeah, give a rip. Not that be honest, it's not that deep. Yeah. Right? But there was a moment where he's at a point where, you know, baseball and sports are still fun for him or, or really competitive. So I had to make it seem as though, like, Oh man, this is this is a big deal. So it was a big, it was a moment where I was like, I'm kind of glad I lost because I was able to kind of say, okay, well, this is how you handle it through yeah. my experience. And he just kind of looked at me and just like kind of soaked it in. And I was like, All right, and then on to the next conversation. Yeah. But I think it's one of those things that'll stick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This stuff is so stupid, but you know, but seems you know important at the same time. Well, I, th- I think there's stuff that you know as you get older, this it, they appear that the significance seems to dwindle in some sense, but. For a kid, it's way bigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he probably sees it like it's you like the I mean? World Series, like in his eyes. He's like, "Oh man, it's a big for example, deal. what would all your all's reaction would be if you know you beat someone in the water gun fight? You weren't even talking previous smack. You just you would like it's like that's cool. Like you got to talk smack afterwards. But if you saw his excitement, it was like I guarantee you weren't you wouldn't be that excited, no. right? Yeah. So right. life after a while, it's like yeah. you know, uh, it's one of those things, but. I didn't take away the importance of that moment for him. Yeah, sure. Right. I tried to build the moment. I didn't realize it was going to be that big. Yeah. Um, but I didn't then like, all right, just calm down. I didn't do any of that. I just let him go. I thought it was great. Um, but we, w- with him being in soccer, we, we talk about, or in t-ball and whatever, we talk about losing too. I'm not saying that, like, I want him to win every single thing. I'm just saying your mentality should be going in that way. W- whether you win or lose is one thing. Mm-hmm. A winner still wins in their mind, even right. though the scoreboard says something else. Because a winner is now thinking of how, like we were talking about earlier, how can I win next time? How can I be better right. so I don't have to have this taste in my mouth again that I don't mm-hmm. like? Right? right. All right. So there you have it, folks. I am a champion. We like to wrap things up with quotes, and the first one is by the famous uh, Muhammad Ali. I hated every minute of training, but I said, "Don't quit. Suffer now, and live the rest of your life as a champion." Boom. All right, and the last one is by Simon Sinek. Champions are not one who always win races. Champions are ones who get out there and try, and try harder the next time. And even harder the next time. Champion is a state of mind. They are devoted. They compete to best themselves as much, if not more than, they compete to best others. Champions are not just athletes. True. All right, I am a champion. In this episode, the crew talks about what it takes to be a champ. We cover topics that range from winning, a champion's mentality, competition, sports, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Muhammad Ali and Simon Sinek. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website 
jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.